The Lightning Thief, Chapter 21. I Settle My Tab. It's funny how humans can wrap their mind around things and fit them into their version of reality. Kyron had told me that long ago. As usual, I didn't appreciate his wisdom until much later. According to the LA News, the explosion of the Santa Monica News has caused... I missed this anyway. I'm Ava. You're probably I'm good Eve. at that point. And I'm Brady. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god. Our final two chapters of The Lightning Thief. Who knew? Get this far, guys. It's so crazy. Wow. I can't believe it. I cannot believe <laughs> I cannot believe it. I can't believe we got through them so fast. I know. Um, so today we're talking about chapters 21 and 22. I, I settle my tab. I settle my tab and the prophecy comes true. Am I the, right? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes, you're right. <gasps> oh my God. And the prophecy <laughs> comes true through the theme of destiny. Ooh, spooky and exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think this week I have the honor and uh, burden of <laughs> summarizing these last two chapters. Wow. Okay, who wants to time me? I got my phone out. I can do it. Oh, oh Ava, did you want to? No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> you can so do it. I'm not going to gatekeep timing. Oh my god, no, it's really fine. I just wanted to drink out. I mean, I kind of gatekeep timing the other weeks, but... <laughs> but right. it's not that deep. <laughs> so it's fine. All right. I'm excited. Hold on, let me set the timer. Ooh, I woke up to that one this morning. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Go. Okay, bing, bang, boom. Percy's not a fugitive. He takes a plane ride home. They get to Olympus. He's like, hi, got this master bolt. Got to give this master bolt. He shows up. He's like, hi, dad. And then Zeus is like, uh, talk to me instead. And he gives him his master bolt. And he's like, uh, for this, I won't kill you. And then he gets sent home. And uh, Sally's back. And she kills Gabe. And then he goes back to camp. And Luke's evil. Uh, he tries to kill him. And then Annabeth goes home. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah yeah that was good he did i missed a lot of the details but i think the most important parts are there yeah i think it was you got it across yeah why thank you well what did we forget about these chapters uh the whole scorpion bit <gasps> Are you kidding? That is I one of the one so parts bad. of this book that I remember with my whole being <laughs> that is burned into my mind. It was the absolute last thing I expected to happen when I was first reading this book. Like now we just know it is like a very fundamental part of the plot and like how we set up the rest of the books. But I literally was, it came out of complete left field when i first read this book i thought it was the craziest shit in the world 
Six-year-old Neve believed Rick Riordan invented plot twists. I, like, if, like, how old was I? Everyone read this. Probably, like, 10, right? Like, 10 or 11. I could not even fathom that it would be Luke. Luke was such, like, a minor character in the story, too. Like, rereading it, you realize, like, really he has his moments, but he's a very minor character in this book. Especially yeah. when you get into, like, the meat of the book, he's pretty much non-existent other than that one little, like, message they have That's true. with him. So it was the last thing I was expecting. I Like, when it came to the prophecy, I remember believing that Chiron was gonna betray him in some way. <gasps> Never! I didn't think it was gonna be Annabeth or Grover, That's and then Grover dad. left for... <laughs> Literally. And then Grover left for, like, he... That's something I forgot, that Grover leaves at the end of this book. I mean, that's the entire premise of the next book. I know, mm. but I did forget it. Oh, so exciting. Yeah, no, I kind of, I feel like, I don't remember who I thought betrayed him, but I th- for some reason, I, I'm making up, like, logic in my head for, like, or like, like, what would I think if I didn't know? And, like, I think, maybe I think Grover betrayed him by leaving or like something because you just wouldn't expect Luke at all um at all except for the fact that like Percy was like a little weirdly fixated on him a few times during the book and like he didn't really do much but like they had to do that because foreshadowing but (laughs) um no I think just the reason that I forgot it was um I am so ashamed please do not kick me off this podcast team I remembered the movie so much better than the book, and I really thought he went back to the Empire State Building and they had a battle. <gasps> you know that's wrong, Ava. No, it's wrong. That's I like know. the one thing you should remember is wrong. But like... Yeah, please forgive I me. <laughs> I forgot that even happened in the movie. Like, I don't remember how the movie ends. That is oh, like the climax of the movie. Of yeah, I have a clear I memory. I don't know movie. how little of that movie actually stuck in my brain as I was like take like taking it in. You know, it was too much of that movie that stuck in my brain for me. I agree. Too much. We we've That's discussed cool. it. We've discussed this before, and we will discuss I, it in the future as well. I yeah. wait for the movie episode. It's gonna be fun. That's soon, right? That's either. That's next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh turn up i so good oh yeah but anyways um i my notes are like slightly incoherent because i wrote them yesterday while i was listening to it yesterday and therefore i no longer remember what they mean does anyone know what i mean (laughs) when he code his own notes they said daddy what does that mean? Oh, wait a second. It's the beginning of the beginning. They're on Olympus. Why do I remember? Because, Why do I know? Oh. Because. <laughs> I not remember this part. It, it, within my notes, I wrote Olympus is sick, but also, ah, heights. Then they said daddy. And then, ooh, bookend. <laughs> no, I remember that because I thought it was weird. And I was like, I shouldn't think it's weird, but I'm 19, so of course I do. I can't remember why, but I do remember the moment. So we on the same page. 
Comment on our social media if you know what the hell Braden was trying to say in this moment. Yes, please. <laughs> the two of us can't figure it out. <laughs> like, were they talking about like Poseidon being like kind of a daddy? Because like, okay, I, mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, yes, like I agree. Like they're not wrong, but I love Jacks. You know what's so funny, and also just the worst of me to do. Um, I picture Poseidon as John Hamm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good choice. I know, and my brain just did it, and I was like, "Focus!" Like, <laughs> like you need to focus. <laughs> oh, very funny. But also, Poseidon in the movie did a good job. I kind of picture him as Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones, the like oh, character. Yeah. I don't know the actor's name, but that's kind of who I picture. I'm still literally shocked that you finished Game of Thrones in like a matter of two months or something. It was less. It was like a, a month, month and a half. It was like a month and a half, maybe. How many seasons is that? Uh, it's eight seasons, about like 90 hours of television, probably. At because least. HBO series don't have commercials. So when it's an hour long, it's an hour long. <laughs> how, many, how many episodes are in each season? Okay, so the... F- so the first five seasons were 10 episodes an hour long. The last two were seven episodes an hour and a half. Holy shit. But I think if you split all those, if you if you condense them and split them different ways, we probably same page with like eight seasons of House in a month for like 24 episodes per season, 45 minutes. And you with Game of Thrones. I think we just did the same thing there. Probably. I want to start a Game of Thrones podcast now, but like that's oh, there's no market for that. Game of Thrones is scary. So Th- well, Game of Thrones is like over. Like this is a. I, are people still like talking about Game of Thrones besides me who just watched it? I think so, probably, but it's scary, so I will not be on that one. <laughs> I tried to watch it. I feel like I should use my parents' HBO subscription to its bit, most of its abilities, but like. Game of Thrones is extremely scary. <laughs> oh my god! What if we did a Patreon series where I we went? I made you like watch episodes, single episodes <laughs> of Game not of Thrones. Be fun. That would be terrifying. They're not that scary. We're no. so off topic right now, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's okay. We we need to be. Yeah, and also Ava and I both just started watching New Girl. At the same time, and we didn't even know it. Like on the same day, it was great. Yeah, let's let's all watch it together. I'll watch New Girl. New Girl. Have a New Girl podcast. (laughs) I don't know. We're just just throwing things out there, you know. At this point, Um, because (laughs) because this one podcast and the other one doesn't take enough time. Yeah, and also like we are in need of like (laughs) things to do slash escapism. Oh yeah. Our school this morning said, you're staying where you are. <laughs> and we said, oh, no. But that's partially why we're so chaotic today. Forgive us. <laughs> I mean, we're always chaotic. Like, we know yeah, that. That's true. But anyways, Poseidon's a daddy. Um, we don't know what I meant. Uh, but I did say. Whiplash. Oh, was it about Cronus? <laughs> Did they call him daddy? Oh, that was probably it. I Maybe. think they Wait, did I call Cronus. Real quick. 
Because yeah. my next note was, ooh, bookend, because I was, cause in the first chapter, they're, like, talking about the Cronus myth, and then they get into details about it, again, talking about Cronus at the end of the book. And I was like, oh, bookends. And it must have had something to do with, with them talking about their dad. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to find the PDF and do a little, like, Control-F, like. <laughs> For the word daddy? Yeah. Can you blame me? I want to know. Makes me curious how many times it's appeared in this book. I don't. Two? That's actually more than I thought. (laughs) That is Um, two more than I anticipated. Okay, it's neither time. (laughs) So maybe. So what did I mean? I don't know. Maybe I was thinking about the time when Aries said it earlier. You know, about, why don't I turn you into a prairie dog and run you over with my Harley? And he's talking about like, or maybe you only fight when there's a river to dive into so your daddy can protect you. I think I was still thinking about that because I think that's so metal. Mm. <laughs> do, you, do you know in Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed? No. When like Velma gets the makeover and she like comes down the st- stairs to see the guy who plays Oz and Buffy. Um, and she's like, who's your daddy? No, who's your, who's your mommy? I that was so off topic and made no sense now. Um, I've never seen that movie. It's so good. Oh my god, <laughs> we gotta watch it. Yeah. Add it to a list of stuff. Yeah. Um. But anyways, um, what else did we forget? Honestly, I didn't. Don't think I forgot that much about these chapters. Yeah. As I was saying, that Luke twist literally burned into my brain for eternity. I think it was also because I truly was not expecting the betrayal to be like, I'm going to murder you. That's so true. (laughs) I wasn't expecting anyone who was going to betray Percy to literally kill him, like, or at least attempt it. Okay, so... Scorpion, oh my god, I had nightmares about that scorpion coming for me. I did think of something I forgot about. Backbiter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that it's half celestial bronze, half tempered steel, so it can kill mortals. Yeah. I remember thinking that was the coolest shit ever. (laughs) It's awful. I I think it's so cool. But I think that's also just because, like, I'm very into, like, stage combat. And so I was like, ah, like, what can you do with this? It feels very, like, Death Eatery and, like demigod supremacist in a way that like I don't vibe with completely it's one of those things where like they really got me on the philosophy of their group of their little their little Cronus mission like I agree with the philosophies like death to to the uh, the gods and and to the corruption in western civilization yeah Um, but their methodology is a little too too far right for me so we have the same brain because i literally had the same thought they were like death to western civilization and western centric stuff and i was like well yeah but then cronus was kind of like make mythology great again and i said "Uh oh (laughs) it's i'm getting big like Russian Revolution kind of vibes where I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. 
Yes. I don't know if I join you, but I also don't know if I can stop you. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's war time. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. I mean, we do know. We do. I mean, we do know. <laughs> also, we'll see. We do be knowing how this going. Um. <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't really fit into uh, our segments that we have, but I need to talk about this. Okay. The Percy's arc. Yes. And how it plays out in these final two chapters and the death of loser Percy. That's kind of true. So, you know, like I'm thinking like both like in the way he acts in these chapters and like the symbolism, because we have when they're like back at camp and they're burning the funeral shrouds and Arius has made their funeral shroud for Percy. That's like the smiley faces and it says like loser on it and they burn it. And I was like, ah, that's great symbolism. Cause this whole time we've been like, damn, Percy's kind of a loser. <laughs> and then in these chapters, he like, isn't, he finally like becomes a hero. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's true. I just saw, like, great arc and growth. Like, especially you see it with his mom. Yeah, definitely. When she's like, oh, I I can't, like, I have to leave this up to you. I can't solve your problems for you. Yeah. Even though I want. Also, his decision to go back home, even though it's dangerous out there. Yes. It's, yeah. Part of me actually kind of forgot um, that he went home. Um, But when Annabeth went home, I was like, oh, well, (laughs) Percy's going too. (laughs) Don't we all remember that incredibly influential closing number of the Lightning Thief musical? I, so I I forgot that, that those lyrics are just like the like last page of no, this book. No, I know. I was rereading it and I was like, oh, I haven't listened to a lot. <clears throat> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so this in a weird way transitions me into our thematic segment where it it felt in a way that I was like, oh, like the de- the destiny of this book to become a musical because in these two chapters so many of the lines we get in the musical that are like big numbers in the musical happen like the sea doesn't like to be restrained lines and then like the end like bring on the monsters kind of all those lines Oh, this weird like meta destiny theme. Yeah, it's also destined to become a shitty movie. Yeah, but also destined to become a good Disney Plus show. Good Disney Plus series, yeah. Oh, we're hoping. Oh, we need it so badly right now. (laughs) Honestly, it reflects Percy's loser arc. That's so true. 
<laughs> wow. Everything is, on earth reflects Percy's loser arc. <laughs> this is so meta. So meta. I kind of want to dreamcast the Disney Plus scene. We should do that on Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. More places we saw Destiny, because I saw a lot. But I want to know what where you guys found it. Well, maybe during the Sea of Monsters, I'll start taking notes. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but if I can pull something off the top of my head right now, um, I, I mean, uh, uh, it's so obvious. The whole notion of like the quest never leaving him and like repeating itself in his brain over and over, and he's like, he knows that he's not done like in a way, even though everyone's like, you're home. Like let's celebrate and have our beads named after your accomplishments. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, it's just, he doesn't forget that like his destiny is not fulfilled or whatever. Um, and then when it finally, I don't know, he just knows it's coming and it finally happens. And I feel like that's kind of a, very much a thing within Rick Riordan's work in general. It's kind of like, they know what they have to do. Will they be brave enough to do it? You know, and they, they are. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. There's this part after um, Percy was attacked and he's in the infirmary and he's like woken up from the scorpion attack. And Chiron talks about how alludes to the fact that he knows a lot more it was mentioned in the very beginning of the book that he knows a prophecy from the Oracle that is all encompassing of the whole series. And I'm pretty sure in the last Olympian, we figure out what it is, right? I like, think we, he said, I, I, somewhere in the other books, he says what that whole prophecy is. And basically it's a prophecy for the entire original five series. I and, feel like we hear it, hear some of it in the next book. Yeah, I think it's, like, periodically revealed. But I just find it interesting in this moment specifically that Chiron kind of knows a vague outline of what could happen and is seeing the beginnings of that outline starting to flesh out in this book. But Percy and Annabeth, who are critical players in this destiny, don't know anything about it. So as much as they believe they know where their quests are and what could happen in the future they don't and Chiron sort of does because of course prophecies are very vague and they don't really they are always up to interpretation and like could mean so many different things but like Chiron knows who's in the prophecy now and can like it's just crazy that he kind of knows the entire rest of this book plot (laughs) book series plot Mm -hmm. while the two characters who are going to play out that series don't know it yet yeah yeah and then and zeus does too and he kind of alludes to it too when he's like in the throne he was like oh you're gonna be a pain in the ass <laughs> that's not the yeah. words he says but that's that's the essence of them um yeah and it's interesting because i know like Chiron thinks at this point he thinks he he thinks he knows how it's gonna play out and then slowly we find more and more kids of the big three and they're like oh it could be talia it could be Nico, but yeah. we don't know. Um, a huge place I saw the theme of destiny was in Sally. Yeah. Her whole, she basically, she decides to take 
control of her own destiny and her own life. And because Percy's like, I could, I could end this for you right now. I could solve all your problems. And she's just like, I know you could, but this is something I have to do myself because if I don't do it for myself, then what does my life mean? And I was like, damn, like if you, (laughs) if you, if you just let everyone else control your destiny, is it even your own life kind of thing? It's real. I was like, that's so deep. And then she does. And uh, she fucking turns Gabe into a statue and kills him. Um, and sells him. And sells him. Money. <laughs> so freaking incredible. It, was, oh. it is so funny, the letter she sends him. And she's yeah. like, thank you for the tools. I will be getting rid of them it is my last <laughs> work of sculpture i think i'll be <laughs> participating in so funny i also found it with uh percy's mom there's like a little moment where he talks about the end of the prophecy that says you will fail to save what matters most in the end yeah. and i always interpreted that line as he fails to save her from the underworld but it really means that he failed to save her from Gabe and she saved herself. And I don't have the quote because I didn't write it down, but he kind of alludes to that saying like, I did fail to save her because I let her save herself. And I was like, I just always thought of that line as he couldn't save her from the underworld, but it's okay because it works out. But that's what that line really meant. And I just found that really a big change. I did not... (laughs) That's I did an, not interpret that in the correct way. That's an insane realization that like never crossed my mind. And I love it so much. <laughs> I know. Me too. Especially since that line was so foreboding and like scary when we first heard it. Like yeah. you will fail to save what matters most in the end. It's like, yeah, he did. Because she saved herself. Like it was just so cool. Yeah. And it also kind of like, shows us that like the oracle it's a little confusing sometimes like it's not always like the gospel yeah well, it kind of is but like the wording is sure. is confusing and like it can be confusing and like sometimes you'll think that something very bad has happened and when reality when in reality it just didn't mean it as such yeah cool stuff yeah there's also so much foreshadowing that happens in these chapters for the next books and is like things are the result of foreshadowing in like the beginning which is kind of like destiny related in a way Hmm. Uh, just like so like stuff about lucas foreshadowed and then comes to light we also have a lot of like book ending in these chapters too Mm -hmm. especially like with what i said earlier and then the um camp half-blood infirmary scenes that like the first time he gets at camp half-blood he wakes up and the strange girl is sitting over him uh feeding him nectar and ambrosia and then in this last chapter he wakes up and this strange girl is sitting over him feeding him nectar but like their dynamic is different now i didn't even think of that and we also have great foreshadowing for like their their destiny to like end up together I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I've been getting a lot of TikToks and stuff on my Instagram for you page. If this is too much of a spoiler, we can cut it out in post. But like, 
I really it's a lot it. of work for me, Neve. I'm so. But sorry. also, we're we're a spoiler heavy podcast. We should we yeah. probably should say that at the beginning of the episodes. <laughs> I've been getting so much content about them falling into darkness. <laughs> it's so upsetting. I don't know why. There's just so many people talking about that like big fall at the end of like so many books from now. But it just really, it's been a lot, bringing up a lot of memories for me. Oh my god! That I do not get content anywhere. But honestly, some of the I say a lot. I mean, like I've gotten like four TikToks in the past few days, but that's too much for me. Yeah. But honestly, some of the best Percy Beth like content is in Tartarus. Like, if that whole book was just them in Tartarus and like the one Nico coming out scene, I would be fine. (laughs) That's fair. That's it. Enough, guys. The entire Heroes of Olympus series. Honestly, if the entire Heroes of series. No, we love the Heroes of Olympus Just followed Anna. I know, actually. No, I do. I do love the Heroes of Olympus series. I love Piper so much. Um, I love Piper. She's so good. That That is all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also saw a little, I mean, obviously, Destiny with like, Bro, we're finally getting to go find Pan. Like, yes. Yes. It's what he deserves. Goat boy. <laughs> Little goat boy got what he he wanted. He did. Oh, they all their arcs over the book so good. I know. Yeah, it is crazy how well this book for being the first of five cleans up a lot of its loose ends yet also leaving a lot of room for the book to continue exactly no it really it has a big a good story arc and ties a lot of the loose ends from this specific story but then leaves this huge cliffhanger at the end of luke still being out there yeah continue the book on to continue the story on but individually in the book a lot of the themes are really closed no i i completely agree and i i feel like all of the books in this series are pretty like that where they have their their individual like arc of the book but also fit really well into the arc of the series which Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if the heroes of olympus series is as good at that that Mm -hmm. like the individual arcs Mm -hmm. i guess it depends i feel like like the last few might not actually i don't know Maybe they do. I don't know. Rick Riordan's a great, great writer. That's it. This is literally a Rick Riordan high butt podcast. No, I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, it's interesting because it's like he has this set amount of content. He's like, how do I break it up so evenly and so equally? And like, he did it. Um, And also, I love, I have so much respect for the fact that like, it is, young adult book kids book somewhere in that range um and the character development is so it's not like subtle but it's not aggressive and it's not too fast no definitely the characters are so human in the way that they yeah grow as people and like there's so much reasoning for all of the growth and like even the characters that like you don't really see grow a ton they do it's just yeah. so, and like that's so real to like I don't know like it's it's just very it's 
human. Like people don't always grow loudly. Like, the, <laughs> like that's just not how it is. Um, yeah, so you're not like, oh, they're going through character development right now. But then when you like look back, like this whole time, like in when we started this book, we were like, oh, look at how much of a loser Percy is. We for- completely forgot how he started off as a loser because we have how he ends up in our mind. And like in throughout this book, we see how he becomes less of a loser. Mm. Everything revolves around Percy's loser plot. <laughs> it does. I'm really stuck on this one. Yeah. And at the same time. All righty. <laughs> what? What? Um, yes. Sass moments. Um, yeah. That's it. I'm going to go with my moment because it's not really a sass moment. It's just kind of a moment that I really liked. And maybe it was a sass moment. I don't know. It was just a really good line, and I need to say it. Uh, it's that when Percy is leaving his mom, and he basically says, uh, it's fine because I was leaving her in good hands, her own. Mm, and I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's not really a sass moment, but it has. it's a little snarky a little bit in a way. Not snarky. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It has a little spice. It does. It does have a little spice. Um, that um, TikTok audio that's like, why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, mine is not like... Yeah, it's a, it's a moment. Okay, so Percy does this thing. He did it with Ares, too. When Ares brings out the big, like, monster thing to fight him on the beach. Um, and he did it with Luke with the scorpion. Um, that whole scene, I know it's not what we're talking about, but it's truly petrifying. Like, the way that that scene builds of Luke talking and progressively getting more unhinged, talking about this cause that he's behind, and Percy reacting with even stronger insults back, and um, sass moments back, and Mm -hmm. occasionally there's just a break sentence of the scorpion climbed up my pants leg. Like, just, like, like talking about the trajectory of the scorpion. Yeah. Ooh, very scary. Yeah. But um, there's a moment where the scorpion gets closer to him and Percy says, um, why, are, why don't you fight me, Luke? Or something like that of basically saying, why can't you fight me on your own? Why do you need to use this? And he said the same thing to Ares about that creature that he brought out, like, fight me on your own. And that's just badass for a little loser 13-year-old kid <laughs> to be saying, like, fight me on your own if you're so tough. It's just terrifying. I know. I could literally never. It was like <laughs> the scorpion was sitting on my knee now. And I, <laughs> like, I, I know. have screamed and run. The buildup. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. My um, little moment was about the Gabe statue. (laughs) Um, I just think it's so funny because we are arts students and we know those pretentious arts people who are so prone to using like jargon that like irritates us every single day of our classes such Um, as the word jargon 
Yes. <laughs> yes. We know I'm a hypocrite, okay. Um, <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a quote that was, the Soho Gallery was clamoring for more of her work, which they called a huge step forward in super ugly neorealism. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> that so was a good funny. one. It was. Oh, very funny. All right. Oh, I'm like getting emotional about this one. Our final offerings. Our final offerings for the last chapters. Oh no. Whatever will we do? Whoever will we offer for? Find out when we're back from the break. I'm just kidding. We we don't have ad breaks. (laughs) I was gonna say we're taking a break. (laughs) Imagine, imagine this is when and where we decided. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants Um. to go first? You may go, Ava. Oh, okay. Um, I'm so torn. Wait, I'm so torn between two. So you guys can go, and I hope you steal one of mine. Okay. Do you want to go, Brayden? I will go. My... I will go. (laughs) My final offering is for Sally... Uh, I've been waiting to be able Thanks to so. give an offering for her again, but she hasn't really been in the book up t- till now since we last saw her because she was dead the whole time. Um, my offering is for her uh, being strong and being able to overcome her abusive situation and take her life into her own hands and just take control of her own life. And that's what I just said. I just said it two different times, but like, I'm just so impressed by her and I'm so proud of her. And, um, I just think she's doing a great job. And not only is she getting rid of the abusive husband, she is like going back to school. She's pursuing what she dreams. She's just inspiring and a badass. And she raised Percy so well. (laughs) So yes, moms, single moms doing the most true all right folks i feel like because it's the last episode we have to give one last offering to grover thank god (laughs) that made me (laughs) for me (laughs) because our king is off to search (laughs) our king I love it. Our little goat boy king. I know we don't get to spend as much time with him. Our goat king is off. And we won't see him for a little bit. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. We just need to give one last offering to Grover. Good luck on his search. We love him. We'll miss him. Till he comes back. See him in a few weeks. (laughs) No, literally. (laughs) Well, okay. My last offering of The Lightning Thief is for, guess who? <laughs> my literal father, Chiron. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, it's, it's only because I had to, I, I felt like I had to do it to him. Um, <laughs> I, like, don't know why this is. I think it's because I was also kind of attached to, like, my Latin teacher. <laughs> well, 
Um, we don't have time to unpack. Not like attached. She's just a great person. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I think it's such a burden to know everything about all of your reckless teenagers and not be able to do squat about it. Like, I think that's very stressful, especially when they're all going into the world. <laughs> like when it's not the summer and you don't have like concrete control over all of them. Um, I just have a lot of respect for him not being a control freak. Um, because I, for one am, and I cannot picture a life where I am not. So I think, I don't know the patience, the, I think a lot of like the, the waiting of like, I, I know what needs to be done, but I know that I can't do it all. Cause like, could perhaps put people in danger or people need to learn to do things themselves. Um, respect, like, how can you live a life where those are your core, you know, callings or values or whatever? I just think that's impressive. So, yeah. Okay. So before we say goodbye we have a request for you guys so next week we will be talking about the lightning thief movie ew boo (laughs) insert boo sounds post future brayden he's not gonna do it i promise you editing brayden is late the Uh. infamous movie we will have an entire episode dedicated to it and we would love to hear your thoughts (laughs) yes so please uh, submit to us like a minute audio clip of you talking about the movie or an email uh, of your review of the movie um, feel free to be like as funny and wild about it as you can um, swearing is allowed it on is. this podcast um, especially on this coming episode uh, oh yes a lot of rage yeah so our email is return to camp at gmail.com uh which is in the episode description and the show description also you can submit voice messages to us directly on anchor you can also dm us on instagram just with a yeah little- oh yeah we we checked our check our dms pretty often yeah if that's uh, just just unload your thoughts about this god-awful movie yes please yeah and ho- hopefully we have some some special guest uh, reviews up from, as well. Yes. As well, we're hoping. Mm-hmm. Yes, we want to get in every single perspective on how bad this movie is, and we just didn't feel like the three of us could do it justice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and with that being said, that's all for this week. Tune in next week when we discuss the Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief movie through the theme of not-so-constructive criticism. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I have an idea and didn't tell us what I was going to (laughs) say. I wanted to do it so well. Yes. Um, Make sure to follow us on all of our social media. We're at Return to Camp on a whole bunch of different platforms. And we also have a Patreon, if you want to check that out. Yes, check it out. New content for that coming very soon. Very soon. Bye. 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 We wave to the camera. Yeah, we every week. Wave to the camera.